Happy happy birthday. Happy happy birthday. Happy 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 birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy 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 Denver Levin of 2K16. Right, Denver Levin's uh, 2K16. Was him, wasn't it? That's that's Jack Knight. He's also a writer and one of the voices on Big Mouth. Uh, and I have seen him uh, perform stand up out here in LA. He is fucking hilarious. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, who else? Emma Stone. That's uh, a good one. Uh, my favorite, my buddy Dixon's grandma. Uh, she's a fucking Shout out to Dixon's grandma. Uh, he came and visited last week, and his grandma legit <laughs> calls just to make sure he had gotten there. And she's like, he put her on uh, speaker because we've all met her a few times. She goes to every one of his wrestling matches. Oh, I've and, heard. I'm still yeah. mad at him that he hasn't started a podcast with her or a YouTube channel. It's, it's crazy. She's what? And she's just like, all right, guys, make sure. She's like, I'm gonna go. I gotta go to the. I gotta go to the bank and pick up some cash. But you guys have a good night. Don't get too fucked up. If you need money for a cab, let me know. She's like, make sure you guys get top shelf for your birthday. Have a good one. And then she just hangs up. And I'm like, Dixon, it's 10 o'clock at night here. And he was like, yeah. Like, that means it's midnight back in Chicago. How the fuck's your grandma going to the bank at midnight? And he was like, ah, she'll be fine. She does all the time. His, his grandmother is a gangster. She's a fucking G. That's so weird. Um yeah. And I share best. Uh, I, I share a birthday with her. Well, happy birthday to Grandma, and happy birthday to you, sir. You are now twenty nine years old. You are mm-hmm. you are inching closer to death, just like the. Yeah, yes, just, I am. Just, just like me, buddy. No. Whoop, whoop. Happy birthday, buddy. Just like all of us, because that's how time works. So what? You, so you guys celebrated this past weekend, then? Yeah, we just hung out this weekend. We went to Hanji Park. Shout out to Hanji Park. Uh, fucking great ass Korean barbecue. Amazing. Uh, yeah, we went to the to the pub that's right next down the street from us afterwards and had some beers. Just chilled. It was nice. Like on Sunday, but since he had to leave, we just hung out of the house, played video games, watched TV tight. until he had to leave. And we were like, yeah, that's easy, no? So tight. So tight. Tight, very, tight, tight. Very me weekend. Love it. Love it. Uh, I need to take this opportunity because I don't know if he'll be listening, but I hope he is. Um, Mr. Jeff Rosales, let me tell you something, sir. I consider you a dear friend and I love you, but you, sir, are a fucking idiot. You are an idiot. You are the worst type of sports fan. You are driving me nuts with your ridiculous Chicago Bulls takes. I don't want to go on another rant like I did last week. I still maintain Kobe White is good. He's still a rookie. And Jim Boylan is caca. Okay. He's fucking caca. I can't stand him. The fact that the way that we lost that Lakers game last night was arguably the worst basketball watching experience, specifically watching the Bulls that I've had over yeah. these last like four years. Well, I have it's also never fun. been so upset. The Bulls are now three and six on the season, and the Bulls have now blown six fourth quarter leads. It's crazy. Uh, so all six losses they were leading, and on top of that, I think if I'm not mistaken, four out of those six they were up by double digits. Um. This team does not know how to close. I think it's because they're young and because the coach sucks. Bro, last night he had the he had he he literally had the second unit on the floor. And when asked, like, 
at what point were you going to take them out? Like you guys were losing the lead. It was just like, you know, these young guys, they've got to, they've got to learn these tough game situations. It's like, you're not in college. You're not expected to take 15 kids and turn them all into like, Man. They're not going to be four-year fucking seniors, you fucking idiot. You have yeah. seven players, tops, eight tops. That's your rotation. That's it. Luke Cornette, yeah. get the fuck out of here. No more Luke Cornette. I don't want to see him. I don't. He's terrible on defense. Now, granted, look, they defended the shit out of AD that, last night, but that's primarily based on Wendell Carter's defense. That's, Luke Cornette is trash. Stop playing Luke Cornette. Fucking get Gafford in there. I'm anyways. I don't want to talk about the Bulls. Because <laughs> I'm gonna get all heated up. I'm sorry, Jeff. You're an idiot. Stop. Let go of Derrick Rose, man. He forgot about you. Okay, it's time to forget about him. Also, I would like to point out the only tweet I saw him have that I was like, "What kind of dumbass take was this?" For the listeners at home, this man tweeted out outside of all of his All Star seasons. Ben Wallace is just an average player. So outside of every time he played very, very good, he was just okay. What kind of dumbass take is that, Jeff? I know you, man. We were buddies. Come on. That's a stupid-ass sports take. We're moving on. We're not going to talk about the Bulls that much. Moving on. We might go back to talking about the Bulls. It's possible. And also, Jeff, you're an idiot, okay? Ben Wallace is a Hall of Famer. For you to say that – anyways, I don't want to get on tangent. We are here. And Nikki – Let's, let's remind them where they are. This is NBA, okay? Yay. This is the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. We did a pretty good job so far. So far, so good. But mostly we just talk a lot of shit. And today I'm talking shit to you, Jeff. I hope you're fucking listening, you fucking dum-dum, you stupid idiot, you big dummy, okay? You might have Twitter fingers, but I have a microphone. Anywho, you have to listen to everything that I say. <laughs> Shout out to Adam Sandler. Yes, sir. I'm your host, Jake Hilas, aka Jimmy. I can't believe it's not Butler. Ben and Jerry Simmons, aka Joel M. Cheese. I thought we locked you in a dumpster. Uh, <laughs> from the West Coast, <laughs> the birthday boy. Introduce yourself, sir. Nikki Keelas. A.K.A. Lamar Scrotum. I know it's gross. I don't care. A.K.A. Luke Candy Cornette. Fuck that guy. Sorry, you were talking about him and it got in my mind. Did you see that fucking thing that I posted on the EA Love Instagram where if you put all the little candy corns in a circle together, they make an ear of corn? An ear of corn. Yeah. Hence candy corn. Do you never realize they look like corn kernels? Yeah, a little bit, but like also corn kernels don't look like that. They're yellow all the way through. And like who who was so baked out of their mind? They're like, let's just turn this into shitty. Just think about how long that took them to make a corn cob from candy Candy, corn. Candy corn is the Luke Cornett of candy. Oh (laughs) Luke Cornett is worse than candy corn. He is so bad. Um (laughs) As you guys can hear slash see, if you're watching. Oh, wait a minute. Real quick. Luke Cornett, also sometimes like Frank Kaminsky and um, what's his name from the Heat? I can't think of him. He was on the Celtics too. Canadian long hair. Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek. Those three dudes are like proof that if you're seven feet, you're there's a real good chance you're making it to the NBA. Who'd you say? Sometimes those three dudes. 
because Kaminsky Kaminsky is better than both of those guys. But sometimes I watch him playing, and I'm just like, man, you're an idiot. I don't know. Yo, Olenek was a dog in Boston. He was a dog, and his first season in Miami was pretty odd. But like, I was watching, I was watching the Nuggets Miami game, and just like staring at him on the court. I'm just like. You look like that 45-year-old at the YMCA that, like, throws elbows too hard and fucking needs to shoot a 40-foot three-pointer in order for it goes in. He's got that fucking catapult style through, like every dad has. That's what Olenek looks like on the court against actual NBA players. Now you got me wondering. I haven't thought about Kelly Olenek in so long. I don't think he's doing – I mean, I'm sure he's doing fine. The heater he was good. He was good last year. <laughs> last year, he played 79 no, games. He, he average does 23 contribute. minutes. Dude, he's I'm a, just saying last year he shot 46 he shot 46.3% from the field last year. Oh shit, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, he averaged 10 points a game, 4.7 rebounds. This year it's 6.9, 5.4, but he's shooting 34% from the field. Um he's pretty good though, man. 40 he's got he's a 48% career shooter, averages like 9 and 5 as a as a off the bench like stretch five, it's not more you can ask for. It's not much I more. I guess it's not terrible. I don't know. It just always feels like, I don't He's, know. Every time I watch him play, I'm just like, boy, you, he just looks uncoordinated and dumb on the court sometimes. And yet I'm just like, he's in there. He's, in, he's there. But he's shooting, shooting 35% from three this year. He's a 36% yeah, shooter for his career. Shout All out right, to, I'll give it to him. Shout not out to terrible. Kelly Lennox. Kelly Olynyk's a beast. Kelly Olynyk might be better than Kelly, Kelly Olynyk's better than the three of them. Better than Kaminsky. Oh well, yeah, he's better than Kaminsky and one hundred percent. Lou Cornette is boo boo. Okay, Lou Cornette fucking sucks. Anywho, yeah. that's not what we're here for. Now I want to see what Kaminsky's numbers are this year. He's actually having a pretty good year. <laughs> well, the Suns in general are having a pretty good year. I mean, he's not shooting great from three point range, but he's shooting like thirty four percent. He's averaging eleven points, six rebounds. Not terrible, not terrible. Yeah, Kaminsky's solid. He's uh, he's solid. Um, anywho, uh, as you as the listeners probably heard or uh, or didn't hear, and uh, the people watching on YouTube are seeing, we are we are without Tad today. We are sans Tad. Uh, he is currently at uh, Disney World. Like, world, world, world. He's in world Florida. Is in Florida. He's in Florida doing his thing, hanging out with Mickey, drinking some butterbeer, all the above. Um, yeah, he's at the he's at he went to the Magic Kingdom, did his Ooh. thing, you know, having a great time without us. But that's all right. We will okay. we will tr- we will trek Ooh. on without our boy. Um, Mickey, let's get started, shall we? All right. So, of course, last week we recorded the episode, and then hours after we're done recording, <laughs> Steph Curry gets injured. Because yeah, because of course, because of course, this is just what happens. Um, obviously, guys, on the last podcast, and we're no different. We were all talking about how this Warriors team is not good. They weren't good with Steph. No. Um. And they are clearly not good without him. Uh, they're currently sitting at two and five. They did win against Portland the other day. It was a very, yeah. very good game. Without him. Totally. They, uh, who was it that 
Paschal? How do you say yep. the last name? With a P? Eric Eric Paschal is a Paschal. Is, is having a really really good season. Like second round pick, um, like forty first overall, and has scored. I think he scored thirty plus points in two straight games. Um, something to that effect. I don't know. He's been he's been putting up some numbers, um, on that depleted team. But, um, the Warriors are still bad. They're fourteenth in points per game, twenty first in rebounds per game, six in assists. Opponents points per game. They're twenty eighth in the league. They were last. Um, they're the twelfth overall team in the Western Conference, and they, they're just bad. They're bad, and this hits them at the worst possible time. It looks like Steph's going to be out for the season. Shortly after Draymond went down as well with some wrist, um, pardon me, with a wrist injury, uh, he hurt his wrist right after Steph hurt his wrist. For the listeners, I am air quoting super hard, like real right hard. Now, I'm I'm little bunny foo fooing the shit out of oh, good stuff. what I'm saying. Uh, and also, D'Angelo Russell was also hurt. <laughs> I know that wasn't yeah. two. I know that wasn't two syllables, but my fingers were hurting, and I had to do it again. Um, <laughs> the the Warriors are in full tank mode. I mean, they have to be. Uh, and yeah. granted, this is a blessing in disguise for Bob Myers and for Steve Kerr because this was the first season where they were going to have to like really flex their GM and coach muscles. And yes. so far, they're not – there's no – this team is going to tank without trying to tank. And yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the best-case scenario in this situation. I mean, now they stand to potentially be in the lottery for a top-five pick. And early signs show that, like, the draft – prospects aren't as strong like last year's draft was really strong and we can we can talk about that later yes. probably but this past draft had a lot of really good prospects i mean like one through ten like you look at like zion rj fucking kobe fucking ja morant uh 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 garland and culver cameras has been okay cameras has been okay culver and 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 darius garland haven't been much of anything but like no. tyler hero has been a fucking monster like Kendrick Nunn. I mean, granted, he yes. wasn't he wasn't drafted, but like this, this class, this class of rookies is really strong. This incoming class, all signs are pointing to them being very top heavy um, and not a very deep draft class. So like they're gonna want to get somebody, but there doesn't there also doesn't seem to be any like there's no Zion in this draft. There is no yeah. like franchise changer thus far. Now that changes as like college season goes on. It just started last night, so who really knows? But in any case. This puts them in a nice position if you really think about like the long term. The 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 tough part is like you lose one of the final peak seasons of Steph Curry. Yeah. With this injury, which really, really sucks. Because he was putting up Steph Curry like numbers. A lot of people put money on him to win the MVP, myself included. We're gonna nix that. Um yeah. but in any case, um do you think, Nikki, that the Golden State Warriors will be able to recover from this season? And and go back to their previous glory in coming seasons. Um, full on glory, I don't know, but they're next year they're going to be completely fine. Steph comes back, D'Angelo will still. I'm, I think he'll still be there. Draymond will still be there. Clay comes back. Like that's that's a good core 
for you to have. Truthfully, all you need at that point would be like a better center. Although Looney is also injured. And so like there's, and he's a very serviceable big man. Uh, like I think they're going to be completely fine. They got to strengthen up that bench though. Cause they, they can't be, since they're not as top heavy as they were at one point, they're going to need a little bit more now. Uh, like in the actual bench. Yeah. None question mark. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is like, with regards to that, there's a lot of silver linings here. Now all their young players are going to get some real experience playing yes. this whole season. Um, they're going to have opportunities to fail, to succeed. Again, like we talked about earlier, like Eric Paschal is, is having a really good start to his season. Um, Paschal? Pascal? I don't know how to pronounce it. but an I don't know how to say it. Paschal? Pascal? Paschal? Paschal? I mean, I look. Hey, his birthday just happened. I forgot about that. Because oh yeah, one of that that thirty point game, the Portland game was on his birthday. Oh yeah, that's right. But like, look, he's putting out great numbers so far. I mean, on Yeah, I mean, like, you know, he's shooting twenty nine percent from the field, sixty eight percent from or pardon me, sixty eight percent from the field, twenty nine percent from three. Um, he's been fine. Eighty six from free throw. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, look, he's solid. He, he gets rebounds. He's a big. He's a big dog. He can stretch the floor a little bit. Um. Yeah, he's fine. You know, D'Angelo Russell's been fine. You know, he's gonna he's gonna be their leading scorer now. No question. He's not gonna lead that team to anything, but he'll he'll be their leading scorer. Um, he's definitely missed some games. Um, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, Draymond is clearly appearing to miss some games. We'll see what happens. The thing is, like, Draymond's not gonna be able to pick up the scoring low, so this is gonna hurt them for this season, obviously. But I'm actually excited yeah. to see what what comes of this moving forward. Like giving Jordan Poole the ability to like really play this year, and Eric Paschal and fucking. Um, like Omari Spellman is still like a low key prospect on their team. Uh, yeah. if Alex Burks like can start contributing. You know that's a, that's a positive for them. Damian Lee, Kai Bowman, like there's guys on this team that like some of them won't be on the roster next year. But like Marquise is, Chris, yeah, fuck Marquise Chris, he's done. Yeah, I don't think he's so. He's terrible. He's like, so, he, my man started the first game of the season, and after the first game, they're like, "That's your audition, and you fired. That's it. You, you you'll failed. play. You'll play when we need you." Um, no, but like, look, there's gonna be some. It's gonna be a, a rehearsal, or not a rehearsal. It's gonna be an audition for a lot of these guys, and you know, like to your point, Clay comes back next year. Steph comes back next year, and like, if they're able to get a top pick and maybe package D'Angelo Russell to go get somebody who's like coming off of a, an expiring contract next year, or if they can like package it for like a sign and trade type thing like they've they've got flexibility it's going to be interesting what they can see the only thing that sucks is like they're strapped for cash so it's going to be interesting to see what they're capable of doing but yeah you don't have to figure that shit out let's move on to the next subject here shall we um sounds good hallelujah okay hallelujah hallelujah beautiful hallelujah oh it gets better beautiful beautiful who sings that song hell if i know the original oh fuck tad's gonna kill us because i know tad knows this um yeah he 100 knows it's a white dude yes it's a podcast oh i don't know i you're talking about yeah you're talking about um the Luca version. I'm not talking about the Hallelujah version. I was talking about Hallelujah, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Hallelujah is sung by the Ringer's own Isaac Lee. 
This I know. Oh, okay. Cool. They made a big no, deal cool. of it. Uh, I guess it's kind of embarrassing that I know that and I don't know who's saying hallelujah. Uh, no, I remember there was this one time somebody was like, uh, they were like, oh, are you religious? And I was like, oh, not really. And they're like, oh, so you went to Catholic school? And I was just like, oh, yeah, that really is how that is, isn't it? If you went to Catholic school, you kind of just forget everything about Catholicism. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, oh, my God. What's we're, we're in Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen. That's who said <laughs> oh what a good song in any case Luka Doncic we talked about him already in last week's episode um, but your boy is off to a historically great start this past weekend had back to back triple doubles against the Lakers and the Cavaliers had a battle with the Lakers they should have fucking won they should have oh, won that, that game. game that was a bullshit call or no call when Dwight Howard was holding Steph Curry, uh, Seth Curry, but we'll talk about that here in a second. In any case, Luka Doncic over the weekend averaged 31, 13, and 15 over two games, okay? He is currently averaging 25, 10, or pardon me, he's averaging um, like, fuck, there we go, 27, 10, and basically 10 on the season shooting 46% from the field and 35.2% from three and 80% from the line. He is legitimately etched into the MVP conversation. My man is balling. The Dallas Mavericks team is solid. We talked about this last week, but he continues to perform. How legit is this, Nikki? Like how, I mean, do you think, that like, should we expect this from Luca? And is, I mean, is he going to win Most Improved? I mean, yeah, I think he's winning Most Improved right off the bat. I, is he going to hold these numbers the whole season? Probably not. Uh, so I don't know if he'll go, he'll end up being the uh, MVP. But fuck, he might be next year. Uh, he is fucking crushing it right now. Uh, I'm very excited. Him and him and Trey Young are both living up to all the potential like so far and all the hype that they've been get, getting. And I am so fucking excited for the, like the rest of these two dudes careers. Uh, but yeah, Luca's <laughs> been fucking amazing. Cause at times Kristaps hasn't been as good as you'd hope he'd be. He's obviously producing, but there's some, been some games that it's like, it's the Luca show. You know, uh, who's not super happy with this. Hmm. Bloody d his, country, oh, his countryman, yeah. his countryman. Well, no, he's not his countryman. In any case, he had the opportunity, man. He had yep. the opportunity to draft him. He went with Marvin Bagley, who's not a bad player, but he's not Luka Doncic. Hey, Phoenix, you you hired his former coach, his national yep. team coach. Yeah, you had the number one overall pick. I can understand why you went with Aiden, hometown kid, so on and so forth. Big, sexy, big man. I get it. How's he going to play with Devin Booker? Shut the fuck up. You ruined it. You fucked up. Booker needed a point guard anyways. This would have been the perfect fit. Listen, this is just what people were saying at the time of the draft. The Sacramento Kings maintained. We don't know how he's going to fit next to De'Aaron Fox. You make it work. You make it work. Atlanta. Atlanta. Listen, Trey Young, he's great. He looks like a solid pick. But he's not Luka Doncic. 
He's not Luka Doncic. You guys fucked up too. All three of those teams had opportunities to draft him. And they fucked up. They fucked up real hard. He is... I mean, like, if he keeps up this pace and Dallas finishes at, like, the four seed, it's not crazy to think that he could win the MVP and he'd be the youngest MVP in NBA history. By two years. Right in front of Derrick Rose. Yeah. I mean... I guess he'll probably be, like, 21 by the end of the year. Yeah. So it'll just be one, one year. But, yeah, because, like... Derrick Rose only won by like 10 days or something, like by days. It's not, I mean, it's probably not something as close as 10 days, but it was literally only days difference. If he were to win this year, it would be a year at least difference, a year and some change. That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's he's, crazy. He's, he's, I'm very excited to watch. Like, it, he is winning out of his goddamn mind, and it's been a blast to watch. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really um, impressive. It's really, really impressive. Yeah, he's he's in the top right now as we're going just the first two weeks of basketball. Two or three. No, two weeks, yeah. Yeah. Um we're on week three. Uh he uh I think it's like him, Giannis, and I don't know, those are the top two right now for me for MVP at this point in time. LeBron's been killing it, but I don't know. These they've been on different levels, it feels like. Yeah, which I guess is kind of a good segue. I mean, we talked about this a little bit. Obviously, uh, the Lakers played the Mavericks in a really, really fun NBA Friday matchup um, this past Friday. Um, Of course, the Lakers winning in overtime and and LeBron in a lot of ways leading the charge. Um, Of course, we talked about uh, Dwight Howard holding Seth Curry, which led to a Danny Green open three in the corner. Should have lost that game, but I digress. The Lakers are now, as of last night, because they came back after being down by 18 points at the uh, half. Uh, we're not going to talk about the Bulls. Okay. We're not talking okay. the Bulls. Okay. Okay. We're talking okay. Bulls again. Okay. Okay. I can do Ooh, this. Uh, Thank you. Um, no they're now 6-1. and one. Um, They are top of the Western Conference. In that time, uh, LeBron James is averaging 26-8 and 11 shooting 47% from the field. And Anthony Davis is scoring 29, 11 and a half and three blocks per game had a 40, 20 game last week, by the way, uh, as well, which is a dominant performance. Um, Not to mention, not to mention Dwight Howard seems to be resurged. Now he's not putting up gaudy numbers by any stretch of the imagination, but what he is doing is he's shooting really efficiently. He's playing very good defense and he's a positive when he's on the floor. Let's just pull up his numbers here for a second. So looking at the season, he's averaging 12, 10, 1.7 blocks. Pardon. Oh no, that's from two. Never mind. That's 2040. That's his rookie season. season. Um, Let me see if I can do this in the opposite order. That's just easier for me. So yeah, there you go. Seven, 2.1 blocks, eight rebounds. Um, again, shooting 79% from the field. Um, that's, that's impressive. I mean, they're giving him opportunities to do the back to the basket thing like he likes, but he's also doing a lot of rim running, which is what they want. He's playing next to AD, which keeps AD happy because he didn't want to play five when he came to LA anyways. And frankly, yeah. he's, he's really, he's, been a positive for that team overall. Like I'm trying to pull up his advanced numbers here, but like 
he has been a positive on the defensive end. He's a he's got a plus minus of one point five. Um, no, you got to flip the season again. God damn it! They always go from rookie baby. Son of a there, bitch. there you go. Six point seven defensive plus That's, minus. <laughs> very good. He's a he's a, plus, a, a positive plus minus on the offensive end. He's got 0.4 win shares already. Um, he, I mean, his defensive re- rebounding percentages are higher than than quite some time. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, he's just been he's it been good. really good for that team as a backup center. He's been helping. There's not much. What, there's not much more yeah. that you want from him. But like this team, listen, man, I don't want to get. I don't want to get too uh I don't want to get too ahead of myself but like they are they are playing quite well. I'm just going to pull up their rate their rankings here. It's a little bit easier to do it on uh on basketball reference, but like they're 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 off to a really good start and and the big yeah. hit on them was like what is their depth like opening night against the Clippers were like, well, they uh the thing that we thought they were going to be bad at, they are bad at. Well, yeah. Really good at defense, thanks to Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard. Um, and the offense is coming around. They're 13th in the NBA right now. Um, you know, they're they're. I mean, they're just they're really they're having a really good season. Yeah. Um, they're having a really good season. And I guess my question is, were we wrong about them? Like, are, is this the best team in the Western Conference? Fucking hell! I mean, as of right now, they are. Um, I think the Clippers are a better team at full health, but also like Kawhi's just kind of playing when he feels like. Sure. Uh, I guess. Um, yeah, I was wrong. They're, they're doing very well. I mean, we knew that Kawhi was going to be on a minutes restriction. We knew he was going to be on a, a, a workload type thing. And I said that in our preview, I said part of my, yes. my part of my concerns are not even concerns, but like part of my expectations of this team is that, Kawhi is going to be he they're gonna they're gonna like manage his load for the season and Paul George is not gonna be playing now some reports came out today that he's been practicing with the team and he's getting closer but like he's not back yet and look the Clippers are still good but this Lakers team has gotten off to a really hot start they've gotten off to a really hot start and much of it has to do with those three guys that we just talked about and then of course the Lakers greatest player Alex Caruso um He's been great, um, but this team is good, man. There, I was, uh, I was wrong. I was, yeah, yeah I, was I was wrong. Still early, second week of the season. A lot, a lot can go wrong. Um, Dwight Howard went from a man who couldn't find a team to a man who's very seriously contributing to a title contending team. LeBron looks great and has really stepped it up after that first game. AD has looked great except for last night's game. And you know they're getting contributions from around the team. I mean, they're just they're they're getting they're getting contributions from guys off the bench. Danny Green, uh, I guess Quinn Cook to some extent. Like you know Javale McGee, uh, uh, Avery Brat. Like they're just they're getting they're they're getting solid contributions from from across the board. And I guess now yeah. I look at the Clippers are five and two, so they're one game behind the Lakers. So. Yeah, there's one. Yeah, no, the game they're all very close to them. But no, I mean, look, this Lakers team's solid, man. This Lakers team yeah. is is quite solid. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're getting they're getting contributions from guys. Kyle Kuzma's back now, so that helps their depth a little bit. Helps their scoring yeah. off the bench. Um, 
the offense is going to be the thing this season. That's going to be the thing where people are going to be like, this is, this is when shit falls off uh, yes. a little bit. But we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see what happens with this team. Um, that does bring me to my next uh, conversation. So the, the Sixers lost to Phoenix the other night, which now means that there are no more undefeated teams in the NBA. So yes. two weeks into the season, are the Sixers the best team in the league? And if not, who to you is the best team in the NBA currently? Um, I don't think they're the best team in the league. I think they've been very strong those first five games. The game against uh, against Phoenix was actually a lot of fun to watch. Um, Good game. And it wasn't oh, – it was a great game. Uh, and, you know, it, it wasn't much of a loss. 114-109, as we see now on the screen. Um, and, but I – truthfully, we were just talking about – I think the Lakers are right now the best team in the league. Just at the moment, they're fucking hot. They're doing so good right now. They suck in the first half of every single game, but in the second half, they just wake up and come like come alive and fucking destroy it. Yeah, which like, but that like that point right there makes me concerned about like the longevity of the season because yeah. like you can get away oh, with the shit what, early that's in the what season. I'm afraid. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, that's the same sort of situation where I'm like, uh, I mean, yeah, like the Warriors were kind of known for turning it on in the third quarter, but they they keep it relatively close the whole game until the third quarter and yeah. they blow them out. The Lakers are starting off behind and then the third quarter comes out and they're like, they go off on a freaking tear and then they end up winning. Yeah. So I, I don't think, yeah, the same thing. I don't think longevity is going to, going to be there. Um, but as of right now, the Lakers, they're just, just fucking everything's clicking for them. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, look, I, I, I said my piece about the Lakers. I think the Lakers are solid. I think they're going to, they're going to be a good team. They've got two of the top five players in the NBA, so shocker. Um, I love this Philadelphia 76ers team, though. I really And I said it in the beginning. I still think that these guys are going to the championship, barring any injuries. Um, look, they lost that game against Phoenix the other day because Joel Embiid wasn't playing because he was serving his suspension. Yeah. Like, yeah. Joel Embiid plays, they win that game. They're still undefeated. This team is very good. They are the best team in the Eastern Conference. Their defense is superb. Ben Simmons is having a good season thus far. He's not shooting any three-pointers, which, shocker, he still has not shot one. But he's doing what he does. He's 15, 6, and 8. You know, Tobias Harris is lighting it with, up. With three steals a game. Yeah, I mean, like, he's, he's, he's great on the defensive end. This whole team is just, like, nasty dude, on the defensive Thibel, end. Monster, dude. Four, was it four point? No, what am I looking at? Uh, steals two point three. Yeah, Mati- like Matisse he's he's 2. their second. Steals, he's, man, that's great. He's probably their second best defender right now. Yeah, right now and, as a rookie, he's really good. And right above him, Furkan Korkmaz, like he's been contributing like crazy for this team. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, like there's some real, there's some real players on this team. Um, they got good pieces. They're they're deeper than than a lot of people thought, despite like outside of their their starting five. And I tweeted this the other day, but like having Al Horford and fucking Kyle Quinn and Jonah Bolden, um, and, and I guess to some extent like Mike Scott, having those guys who can like offset the center minutes for Joel Embiid, because like it seems like already he's only played three games this season. Of course, he missed one because of suspension, but he's also taken some rest already. Like, I like that for the Sixers team to have a deep run into the playoffs because now you're letting Embiid get his rest during the season so that he is ready to go in the playoffs. 
because this team is yeah. bound for the playoffs, and they are they're great. They're really, yeah, they're really good. Great. They're good. This is a good team. I mean, they're first in rebounding. They're first in turnovers. They're first in defensive rebounding. Like, I mean, they're just they're really good. They're really, really good. Yeah. Um, I guess some any honorable mentions. You said the Lakers. We said the Sixers. What other teams strike you as like? Okay, this team's this this team's good. This team is really good. Like, I will say this: Nikola Jokic has looked like shit, and yet Denver is still firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Um, if he can start to figure shit out and get his fat ass in shape, then that that team is. They're doing they're fine. They're good. They're good. They're good. Uh, look, I, I I I didn't love them going into the season, but look, I've been wrong before. I'm already wrong a lot this season. Um, but they're they're good. They're really good on the defensive end. Like they're fifth in opponents per, points per game. Um, and like once the defensive rating, okay. yeah. And like, look, we knew that they they played good defense. It was the offense last year that struggled a little bit, and. Look, Jokic is still having a rough season. Like he's he's not been good. The turnover numbers are bad. Like he's, you know, 15, 9, and 6, which is no slouch, but his turnover numbers are crazy high. You know, 3.1 per game, which is insane. He's just been careless. And yeah, he just he doesn't look great to start, man. He's shooting 28% from three, which is not his forte. That's not his thing. But he's shooting 46% from the field overall. Like it's just you want more from from your big man who's who's leading your team, um, but overall, yeah. like this team is still solid, man. They're getting good contributions from fucking Will Barton. They're getting good contributions again from Jamal Murray. Um, the one question is like, when are they going to let Michael Porter off the fucking like? When are they going to let him go? Because yeah, because he that what was he got seven seven points a game on in ten minutes like. Three rebounds. He's not really look. He's shooting sixty six percent from the field, thirty three from three. That's those are good numbers. Yeah, I mean, he, I told you he can he can shoot. He he is he is a shooter, and he knows how to get around defenders and put himself in good positions to be able to score from damn near anywhere. I know he's he's probably a little stiff, yeah, from the back, but. They gotta, they gotta loosen that leash a little bit. Just let him go a little bit more, cause he's good. Yeah, he's it'll, very it'll, good. it'll be interesting to see little by little as they kind of let that leash go. But um, yeah. I will say this: not super impressed Milwaukee. Really not. I they mean, didn't add a lot. Eric Bledsoe is, is looks just okay. Chris Middleton's been fine. Giannis has been Giannis, but the rest of that team is just like I don't, I don't know, man. I think they'll pick it up. What do you I think about know. Boston? They're five and one. Yeah, I mean, look, they did hit a game winner against the Knicks, so like that that helps there. If they miss that, they're they're four and two. Still a good team. My my big concern with them still remains like they don't have anybody to to rebound the ball. Now they they never have. They had a well, they had Al Horford last year for the last four years. I mean, rebounding. They they also won last night because Gordon Hayward went. Off, dude. Yeah, thirty nine. He's 39. playing very well. I think he's averaging like twenty nine this year, bro. He was sixteen. No, 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 no. no but he's about? he's right, good. 19. Twenty, like twenty, 20 points. Yeah, see. But you know, look, that was he was my pick for comeback player of the year or most improved. So we shall see. Uh, but he's shooting, you know, nearly sixty percent from the field, shooting fifty percent from three on 
3.7 shots a game. Like he's off to a good start, man. Kemba's, yeah. you know, after, after a, a major dud in the first game has started to pick it up. Jason Tatum looks solid. Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown's good. Jalen Brown stuff. My concern still remains is like, you know, your, your number one rebounder right now is Jason Tatum and Gordon Hayward. They're tied. Like Enos Cantor's yeah. averaging like six rebounds a game. Daniel Tia's 6.6. Robert Williams, yeah. 4.8. Like that, that concerns me. Daniel Tia's has been their starting center for the majority of the season. And like, he's just, you need more. You need more. Um, yeah. And I, my concern is, I mean, look, they're ranked 26 right now in offensive rebounds and they're ranked 20th in defensive rebounds in the league right now. It's, yeah. it's a concern to me as the season goes on because this has always been their Achilles heel is their ability to secure rebounds and they get out rebounded. And there's a team that we just talked about in Philadelphia, not too far from them. That is much better at this. They're, Very good at rebounding. They're much better. I will say another team that I've been really impressed by has been Miami. That Miami. Yeah. I figured we were going to talk about them. That Miami team legit. And also like, yo, we talked about this a little bit last week, but that Toronto team is fun, man. That Toronto yeah. team is good. They're good. They're, but this Miami team, and I, I'll tell you what, like they have a nice deep roster. Um, now they've got Jimmy back and, you know, doing Jimmy things. Um, but like, you know, Kendrick Nunn, the fucking Kendrick Nunn has been like carrying the burden of the scoring load up to this point, like 18.3 points per game. You know, you're getting good contributions from Myers Leonard, from fucking Tyler Hero has been great for them. Bam out of bio has been great yeah. for them. Justice Winslow has been solid for them. Like this is, this is a fun team, man. This is a fun team, and they're pretty deep. I mean, you're getting contributions, like, from 10 guys. Like, really 10 yeah. guys. And none of them are going so crazy that you're going to be like, oh, this will fall pretty quickly. Like, they're all they're all doing, like, what you think. The only one is Kendrick Nunn averaging 18 points is like, I don't know. But he's also 24, so there's definitely a chance that he's, like, ready to take that role on. His story is crazy, um, man. His story is fucking yeah. crazy. I hope he keeps that. I mean, look. I, I have always been a Myers Leonard fan. I has, I always wanted him to have a better career than he's had up to this point. He's shooting sixty five percent sixty four percent from three right now. That's not gonna maintain. No, 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 no. Um, but you know, he's been fine for them. But this Miami team's fun, man. They're they're a fun little team. They're uh yeah, I like them. I like them a lot. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the next topic, which was your topic. Yes. This is a little thing I'm gonna be doing. Well, game corner. We're gonna have some fun here. Just play with a bunch of what ifs in a sense. Um, today, uh, as Jay, as you see here on the screen, Jay has Brandon Ingram up. Uh, he has been crushing it. Sorry, I'm trying to pull everything up as I talk, and uh, my internet's being poopy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Brandon Ingram, as we can see, 25.9 points, 7.1 rebounds, 4.3 assists so far in season. Only seven games in. Uh, but career-wise, hot damn, 14-3, 4 8 Those are way different numbers. Um, one making me wonder, uh, are you for real? Is this for real? Is this something he can actually keep on going? And there's a couple of other people that I would like to know. If oh no, I screwed it up. <laughs> Thank you, Rudy Ray Moore. Shout out to Dolomite. That was specifically from the movie uh what was it called? <laughs> Disco Godfather, where he came up with a catchphrase, put your weight on it. Love that guy. 
very funny. Uh, the movie on Netflix is great. So, Brandon Ingram, I'm going to list off five players uh, real quick. Uh, all young guys. It's What do we got? Uh, two, no, one Trent second year. Uh, yeah, we got five. One second year, three, four year, uh, year four players, and one rookie uh, who are off to fucking hot ass starts. And I just want to know between all of these guys, who do you think will be the first one to fizzle out? the last one to fizzle out, and who do you believe this is probably what their numbers will be from here on out as their, as their careers continue? Okay. Or better. Or better for specifically the last one. Okay. So, so here are the guys. We got yep. Brandon Morant, Brandon, Brandon Ingram. <laughs> alert, alert for the last guy. <laughs> got it. Got it. Brandon Ingram uh, has got 25, 25.9, 7.1, and 4.3. Yeah. Uh, points, rebounds, assists. Then we got Shea Gilgis Alexander, who's averaging 22.1, 6.6, and 3.1. Then we got DeMontis Sabonis, who's averaging 21.8, 11.4, 2.6. Last year's most improved player, Pascal Siakam, who's averaging 26, 8.5, and 3.3. And lastly, the rookie, John Morant, who's averaging 19.5, 3.7, and 5.5. All right, these so are let's, all guys on some hot ass starts. Yeah, so let's let's like, get this into this. Is amazing. These let's get into this. So let's go let's go person by person. Let's go person by person. Um, so first is Brandon Ingram. I said in last week's episode, and I have tweeted about this at nauseum. We were just waiting for the right opportunity for this kid, and he has shown out on this Pelicans team. The Pelicans team is not great, but this. This has been Brandon Ingram's coming out season. I mean, across the board, he's doing all the things that he was doing in LA pre-LeBron where we were like, oh, we're seeing glimpses. And then last year, his growth was stunted by playing next to LeBron James. A lot of people thought it was going to help him. It actually hurt him a lot because he actually does much better with the ball in his hands that shows by his 4.3 assists and his scoring numbers are crazy. 55% from the field and 48.6% from three. Clearly, those numbers are not going to maintain. I do anticipate that Brandon Ingrams finishes as a top 20 scorer in the NBA this season and is an all-star in the Western Conference for the New Orleans Pelicans. This is so promising for them once Zion comes back as well. Um, but I believe in Brandon Ingram, and I, I, I stand by him even though in the preseason I said I believed in Lonzo on this team more than Brandon Ingram. <laughs> Look, man, Lonzo's Lonzo. What are you going to do? That that ship has basically sailed. Um, I actually want to look at his numbers. I haven't looked at his numbers in a, in a minute. I don't but think he's been doing terrible. Brandon Ingram um, is the yeah. truth. This is, real, this, is, this is the Brandon Ingram that we should expect to see for the rest of his career. That is my, that is my very, very, very strong feeling on Brandon Ingram. I've been singing his praise for the last three seasons. I really like him. And he's finally putting it together, like in a real, yeah. real way. Yeah, he's been, he has been looking a lot better. But I'm, Lonzo Balls, well, we got 12.4, uh, six assists, four rebounds, 1.6 steals. He's doing fine. You know what? He's doing pretty good. He's shooting fucking yeah. 39% from three. That's what you want to see. Yeah. That's what you want to see yeah. on, on four, on four shot attempts, like, or pardon me, six, six, six point three, shooting 38%. I mean, seven assists, 1.6 steals, like, that's what you want from your point guard, man. This this team is promising. This team is promising. But yes, this Brandon Ingram, 
This Nick is the brand like motherfucker that just can't. Oh, they can't, can't defend for defend. shit. They're terrible. <laughs> They're terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah no, hey, this 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 is the branding of that we should come to expect from here on out. That's like there's no question in my mind. So that's what you think he's going to be one that ends up. This is just going to be his sort of career numbers. Expect this type of production. Probably obviously temper expectations, but like twenty. I yeah. would say by the end of the season, I would say he's at like twenty-two seven and four for the season. Oh wow! Uh, okay. And, I, and I'd say he probably shoots above. Probably around like forty-eight percent, and probably like thirty. I think the three-point numbers are probably going to even out. I'm going to say thirty-six percent on the season. Thirty-six percent on the season. Okay, and I, and and that, those are good numbers. I mean, all-star, book it. You got him as an all-star. I mean, it's the West. That's going to be hard, but I could see. Book it. Okay. Steph is out. Booking Draymond's it. out. <laughs> like all these dudes, plays out. Yeah, that's true. You know, all these guys. There's, but you there's got. All- You'll, yeah, there's openings. We'll talk Paul about George will not be will likely on. not be an all star. Paul George will probably not be an all star. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean everything else. Okay, I accept it. Um, yeah, so I, I I think he's gonna. I think he's he'll probably have numbers close to this. I don't think I I will not be giving him the first one to fizzle out award, but uh, I don't think he is going to be the one who keeps his hot streak the longest. Agreed. How I feel about that one. That's fair. Uh, what we got next? Shea Gilgis Alexander averaging 22.1 points, 6.6 rebounds, and 3.1 assists. I'm 48% from the field, 41% from three. Yep. How you feel about Shea? Shea's great. I mean, Fuck yeah, he is. People, people loved him in the Clippers, and he was like, he was the big get in that trade with the Clippers. Um, look, he's the future of this team. I don't expect this type of production for the rest of the season. I would, I would, I would venture to say like high teens rebound numbers probably stay around the same. He's a big point guard. It's a big kid. Yeah. Um, and like Chris Paul is still like manning the point guard duty. So I expect his assistant rebound numbers to stay right around what they are. I would say the, the points are probably going to be closer to like 18 by the end of the season, but like second season, 18 and six, three assists. He's probably going to finish shooting about like, I would say probably around like 46% and probably about like 37% from three, maybe 35% because there's going to naturally be that lull. But I love Shea, man. Like this, this kid is the truth. And I think there's a real chance for him to be an all-star in this league. Um, I would say I feel honestly, and I'm not just saying his praises, but like I feel more confident about Shea Gilgis's long-term trajectory in his career than I do about Brandon Ingram. I feel very strongly that Shea Gilgis Alexander is going to be a multiple multiple time All Star oh, uh, again, yeah. barring any crazy injuries. Multiple time All Star in the NBA. He's he's got everything he needs, and Chris Paul is not going to be around for much longer. He's going to lead the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, as as soon as I would say the middle of this season potentially. Probably yeah, most likely. I I don't see Chris Paul staying uh, the whole season. And truthfully, I I think Shea keeps these numbers all season. I may maybe 21, six and three, but I think he, I a hundred percent believe that he can keep these numbers up the entire season. And I think it only goes up from here. I mean, so him. a lot of, a lot of this depends on how the season goes for them. They've got some very tradable assets on their team and then one not so tradable asset, but somebody who they might want to trade in Chris Paul, but like chances of Danilo Gallinari be on this team at the end of the season, if they're like teetering and like mediocre is pretty yeah. low. Like Danilo's going to be gone. 
there, Same thing there's with like Steven Adams if they there's there's a potential for them to to unload Steven Adams like I mean you know there's there's some tradable contracts on this team and then of course there's Schroeder's been, gone maybe uh that's gonna be a tougher contract to, to trade um yeah but they might want to keep him as a backup to Shade Gilgis but like Steven Adams could be out Danilo could be out and there's been a lot of rumors already about Chris Paul um yeah. but like this team's not bad. They're three and what, they're three and four already on the season. They're 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 yeah. teetering right around where we expect them to be. Um, their defense is really good. Thank you, Stephen Adams. Thank you, Shea Gilgis. Thank you, Chris Paul, to some extent. Chris Paul, you know. Um, and their offense is not bad. Meh, not it's good. Okay. <laughs> it's not great. It's not, but not the best. Look, no. they're 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 three and four on the season, and I I I do understand what you say. Like, if they trade away a lot of those pieces, then the potential for them to for him to actually be like a legitimate 20 point per game score, it, it skyrockets because like who else yeah. is gonna fall in the basket for them? Who else is gonna give them yeah, who else is gonna fucking score for him? I, I have nothing but high hopes for Shay. Shay's the shit. He's good to go. Yeah. He I think actually <clears throat> I think he might be the one who keeps the streak the longest this year out of all the guys that are here. Okay. He's my pick for the the longest hot streak. The the team is set up for him to be successful. It it yeah. It, I think that's a big reason. Specifically why. in this season. All right, who we got yeah. next? Next up, we got DeMontis Sabonis. DeMontis. Uh, Hell yeah. Yes. Dude. DeMontis is up with uh, 21.8, 11.4, 2.6. You're about to come up on the screen with them. Well, we got 57% from the field, 42% from three, 89% from the free throw. Coming out your big man. Like, DeMontis is doing a very good job. Um, I do, however, feel like he probably will be and end up being the one who, uh, comes out of his hot streak the quickest. I just, I, I disagree. You disagree? It's okay. We don't, we don't have to disagree on everything. Here's Can why. Here- <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <clears throat> Here's why. Um, Mr. Turner is hurt and is going to be out for a little bit. Um, yeah, I was wondering how long he. I guess it's it's all dependent on when how long he's out. Yeah, I mean he's out. We'll see how long his injury is worse than Demontis's injury. Demontis is like day to day with a calf injury, but like yeah, right now he is there scoring. Like, and he is so efficient that like you have a lot of confidence knowing if I get it to him, I'm gonna get a bucket. The chances of me getting a yeah. bucket very very high. And until Oladipo comes back. And if Miles Turner is hurt, and granted, like Miles Turner is not fucking, he's not scoring at the level that Demontis Sabonis. Honestly, between the two of them, I prefer Demontis Sabonis. And Miles Turner, great defensive player. Yeah, I, like, I think looked I really good last too. year. Like was defensive player of the year quality last year. You know, was all defensive quality last year. Um, but like Demontis is. Yeah, can you go up on the screen for me real quick? Because yeah, he's doing good. I want to see like the 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 team stats, like all the players. Because right now it's Demontis and fucking as we talked about last week, Malcolm Brogdon is just going because he's averaging like twenty three a game right now. Yeah, this Um, this team this team's about to hit a a, they're they're about to hit some black ice. There's about to be a skid on this team. I'm I feel very confident in saying that. You said black ice, correct? Mm Hmm. Okay, cool. I thought you said black eyes, and I was like, why would they hit black eyes? I that doesn't make any not, sense. I did not say um, that. Yeah. Um, I, I just have a feeling that he, he might end up slipping because, like you said, it, it's just – right now it's just him and fucking Malcolm Brogdon. 
Um, and now he's he's day to day, so it's pretty much just Malcolm Brogdon. But I I think these seem like capable numbers for him. I think he might be a. Uh, there's a chance for him to be an All Star this year. It's possible. He might lose out. He might lose out to Malcolm Brogdon because I I don't see Malcolm Brogdon slowing down either. Yeah, but, but there's plenty. Malcolm Brogdon's there's... also 27. He's like. He's a grown man. He's a, he's hitting yeah. his prime. Well, there's there's plenty of spots available in the East. There's there's not a lot of good players yeah, in the East. There's conference. a whole lot. All right. Who's put, next up, we got um, Mr. Most Improved Player, Pascal Siakam. 26 cool. points per game, 8.5 rebounds, 3.3 assists. On drum roll, please. Uh, are you bringing it up? Yes, you are. It's, it's taking us uh, It's P-A-S-C. Um, ah, that's why. Okay. <laughs> now you're just putting ka not working it is working i'm getting there okay i believe in you pascal pascal it took a second on my my screen is it 48 percent from the field 42 percent from three 96 percent from the free throw Great. like look at that player efficiency rating 22.2 only 0.8 win shares but uh, that's all right uh yeah, he's doing very well. That's a jump. Look at how much of a jump that is from last season. 16.9, and he was the most improved player. And now he's up to 26. Um, it's, I mean, across the board, man. Like, he he committed himself to being a better three-point shooter over the offseason, and the work is showing. He's upped his attempts, but despite that, is shooting 42% on the season so far. Um, no, I don't believe that's going to hold. It's unlikely. But the I fact think he'll that he's taking those like shots, yeah. The the fact that he's even taking those shots is super promising. Uh, you don't love to see the turnover numbers, but he is prime. He is a prime. He is very uh, much featured on the offense, and is you know also behind Kyle Lowry handling a lot of the ball handling and playmaking uh, um, yes. responsibilities. But like the numbers are up across the board defensively he is still a monster like he is he's so good he's so good um across the board like i mean defensive rebounding percentages up total rebounding percentages up uh his usage rate is skyrocketed 31.7 percent um despite him being the guy the go-to guy on this team he's he's taken that mantle and he's run with it like he's really i'm i i'm impressed man like he's he he has the potential to be an all nba talent in this league this year and moving forward i mean he's still only 25 but yo spicy p is hot spicy p is hot. spicy p is very hot totally totally yeah i believe in pascal siakam if there's anybody who i'm like fucking sign the check is Pascal Siakam. This man. Oh, yeah. Give is, him that check. Well, he already got paid. But what I mean is, like, yeah, I, I feel the most confident of everybody on this list. Pascal Siakam is the real deal. He is yeah. very much the real deal. How do you think? Oh, by the way, I've, who so far out of, or is it the last one? Who do you think is staying strongest? Who do you think is fizzling out? I, first? well, we haven't gotten to the last one yet. Okay. We can get to that last right now, I should say. The last one now. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good enough. Yeah. Uh, which is, as I've already said, John Morant, nineteen point five points, three point seven rebounds, five point five assists. Yeah, I, uh, 
I am I am upset with all of us for not mentioning him as a rookie of the year candidate. Yeah, I don't know what the yeah. fuck I was thinking about. Um, I'm still happy with my pick for Tyler Hero, but I understand that John, John Morant's real good. Yeah, I picked Darius Garland. I'm an idiot, so John Morant's first name is Demetrius. I guess so. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. Demetrius, Demetrius. I don't know. Demetrius is probably how it's supposed to be said. He is so good. He is yeah, so good. so fucking good. He has tried to do the exact same dunk on every big man he can find, uh, where he just like jumps up, cocks back like a motherfucker with his like. He almost got hurt the other day when that he tried was, to do that. It. Was rough to watch. That was rough. That to was watch. rough to watch. But that he's fearless. He's got. He's going for it twenty four seven. He's my pick to have the steepest like decline. It's just inevitable. He's a rookie. He's a rookie but the kid is legit, man. Like yeah. In his rookie season, putting up these numbers, shooting no, with that, that efficiency. The, yeah, 50% from three. Can you go down and see how many how many attempts is he doing per game? Well, and not only not only that, but like he's doing it on the defensive end. He's winning them games. He blocked a shot against Kyrie. Like uh, this kid has got a really, really bright future. And yeah. uh yeah, I believe very strongly. If I had to rank them in order, I would say um, Pascal. I, this is like to maintain. To maintain for this season, I'm going to rank them in this okay. order. Go okay. Pascal. I'm going to go uh, uh, Ingram, Sabonis, Shea Gilgis, John Morant. Okay, I got, I got um, Shea, Pascal, Ingram, uh, Morant, and Sabonis. That's mine. From, okay. Now, from longest to least. Now, for future projections, I'm John going Morant's number one. I'm going. I'm going Pascal. Yeah, he's gonna be good. Yeah, he's 25. He's 25. Yeah. This is what we should expect from moving forward. Pascal, John Morant, Brandon Ingram, Shea Gilgis, Demontis. Okay, I got that's, that's it for me. Mine would be uh, actually switch switch Shea and, and Brandon Ingram. Switch Shea. Okay, Shea will mine be mine would be uh, Ja, Pascal, Shea, Ingram, and then Sabonis. Yep, at the bottom. So I know Sabonis keeps getting the, the shit of the stick, but Sabonis is clearly going to be an all star. He's going to be a very good player. It's just these other four dudes are are stepping it up. I it's think all Cat circumstantial. Probably, yeah, it's all circumstance. Uh, theory of relativity. Hot plate, hot lady. LL Cool J. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that watching watching I've only seen one of the games like in full with John Morant, uh, but watching highlights and everything and the one game I did see, he is a lot of fun. He this he's he's just got like there's intensity. You can t- you can just see every single game that like will to to win or like fuck you, I'm gonna dunk on you, I'm gonna cross you up, I'm gonna steal the ball from you. He's just, he's just got that intensity, that winning mentality. You can see is there. Yeah. No, I, I, Memphis has got to be happy with their situation right now. Having him, <laughs> yeah, they did a good job. Having Jaron Jackson Jr. Like, look, they fucking suck. But those two as your cornerstone pieces for the future, like, yeah, man, uh, it's uh, that's that's where you want to be. I mean, Jaron Jackson's been day to day with some some knee trouble this year, but like, those two guys, man. Those two guys, I mean, Jaron Jackson, he's having a rough shooting season from three, but, like, you know, he's putting up similar numbers 
to what he put up last year. You'd like to see the scoring numbers up a little bit. He did score more last year, not substantially more, but like, you know, you'd like to see the numbers go up. He's definitely having a down year from last year, but um, he's, I mean, the, the, the two of them together, man, it's going to be really, it's going to be a really, really fun future. Like this is like new age, Mike Conley, Marcus all for them, which is so yeah, awesome. Pretty much. Yeah. It's awesome. Anywho, uh, anything else we want to talk about today? Um, not that I can think of. All right, man. Well, let's plug and let's let's get this shit out of here, birthday boy. Uh, you can follow me at Nikki Palooza, and you can follow me at J underscore Kila's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can follow NBA at NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You cannot follow me on Facebook. I should mention that I said Facebook. That's not true. Just Instagram and Twitter at J underscore Kila's. That being said, please do give the five, the podcast a five star rating and review. It will greatly appreciate it. it helps us get up in the rankings helps other people find us we've been doing this now for almost over two years we want people to know who we are we keep doing it we keep giving you guys this free stuff this love we hope you guys are enjoying it please do comment let us know how you're feeling tweet at us we would love to know your opinions if you're out there listening what are we missing where what should we be talking about what do you want to hear us talk about if you're more of a youtube person you can check us out at mba and mba show on youtube um we now have posted the last three episodes of nba and we're going to continue that trend until i get tired um yeah but uh, in any case um for jay for nikki for jay this has been nba we're out bye also tad he's not here for nikki for jay this has been nba we're out bye